and today um it's been an interesting day online wow what a fucking day it has been i'll tell you what i you know today i feel like one of the many avengers characters who was (laughs) off uh, at a farm one of the i feel like one of the three avengers who had gone off and thought they were going to be away from it all uh, at a farm i really this morning was like i you know i'm not going to be on twitter that much and boy what a wild fucking day quite the day out there leslie i mean I mean, I got to be a part of it, too. The lead writer of SNL called me a coon. (laughs) That is really odd. I was streaming Metal Gear. I was streaming Metal Gear when that happened. And you can see my reaction. I was just like like flabbergasted <laughs> like i like truly i was like leslie has gone so undefeated online that i'm like like uh, i i was speechless actually <laughs> I, I i could not find the words yeah shout outs to uh, michael che the guy who sat next to white supremacist dan crenshaw sure on set um and giggled and laughed his ass off well i mean he's the head writer me. approved those jokes too probably and me calling me a coon that's fine yeah. that's that's why i can't be mad um because I, I realized today that SNL is the sunken place. Yeah. And like Lauren Michaels is like that guy from I the mean, West Wing and get out. You it are, looked, Leslie, that, that picture that you did uh, uh, of Lauren next to what is his name? Bradley Whitford? Yeah. Um, uh, it's just uh, when you posted that, did you know that when you posted that, Michael Che went and deleted all of his Instagram stories? You like. <laughs> <laughs> he like deleted all of them like that's how undefeated you went online wow. like i was streaming so people were just telling me this shit they're like what if he did this and they're like he's deleted it all i went and checked i'm like oh my god he deleted it all and then replaced it with like a ju- like he's watching judge judy or something like that oh. just had put text over it okay astonishing and astonishing we were so astonished we knew we had to record but we didn't really know what to do so we're doing night. a key- we're doing a Q&A episode. We asked you to do the show for us. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. <laughs> we got a great response. Um, yeah. Of course, we can't get to every um, question. The person who asked us about Pink Floyd, uh, I'm sure Jack would love to talk a lot about the dad rock he listens to. You know, but we're not going to do that okay. today. I don't have um, that much to say about it. I like wish you were here. But I mean... Jack, I think if we looked at your Spotify um, play history, I don't you use would it. Find that you, you know, do have a lot. Uh, you should have a lot to say about Pink Floyd. I have nothing. I don't even have Spotify uh, installed right now. So this is as fake as fake news gets. I can't believe I'm so <laughs> fucking maligned all the time, and everybody lies about me all the time. <laughs> well, if you have, if you have, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, we're do- we're going to do a Q and A episode. You know, answer some questions. Um, from you fine folks hopefully um come to some interesting uh insights uh answer some burning stuff um the first question that we got um appropriately enough thoughts on come town <laughs> thoughts on come town um you know it's 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 hard you know to answer this because um we have done so well online today we don't want to get canceled but i, I have know to say, fuck. I really like Come. I think Come Town's funny. I do. I don't listen to like every episode of Come Town. I don't listen to podcasts that much, but I've listened to Come Town. I think those guys are fucking hilarious, and I also get 
If people are like, it's too much for me, but like for me, I like that shit. I think it's funny. Yeah. I like Comptown. Yeah, yeah I, I do. I, this is the most about... dangerous thing I've done all day. After <laughs> know, all this right? day yeah. of jousting, I'm like, am I am I really going to say that I like Comptown? <laughs> so I, I understand a lot of people don't like it, don't like the edginess of the humor. I think edgy, I, but I've said before, like we do like edgy humor. We like it's always sunny in Philadelphia, for example, which crosses, you know, any line you can fucking think of, but they do it in a f- way that's actually funny funny yeah. and is not just you thinking imagining that you're fucking dick mullen and right. just calling people slurs online which i think a lot of people have confused uh views about like if you're listening to this you're probably not as funny as those guys so you shouldn't <laughs> try to copy them or do their bits or not even do their bits just repeat things you right. may have heard them say or you know basically being uh, what people who hate come town think come town is about like you shouldn't go out in the world and represent them so poorly um i know they hate it um everyone hates it um that type of uh come town fan which isn't most of them from yeah of course of course but there's a small yeah, I like, segment know, I like come town i think i yeah. like come town i think I like, those guys are the funniest yeah the funniest. i met adam and he was very very sweet guy very very kind uh to me uh in the as birthday party randomly yeah. but yeah great um love the show um definitely not for everyone yeah but and you know what else i also go on i'm gonna go on record as as totally uh uh endorsing anything nick mullins ever tweeted okay uh, as well. okay <laughs> yeah. all right this uh, is gonna be like by tomorrow morning like michael che is gonna be tweeting out the words come town on his <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. well speaking of we did get a lot of questions about mike sure um we got is che canceled sure. um why is che such a piece of shit. When is Michael Che going to guest on the show? Mm-hmm. And, and, and like, I feel like the few kind of, you know, fizzle out. It's not really bringing in the listeners that like it I used know. to. Yeah. It's kind of sad. So I guess we got to, you know, do our behind the scenes talk revealed kayfabe. Um, both of us kind of think Michael Che is funny and like aren't mad about him going out, even though he's did say some kind of fucked up personal stuff. Oh, about sure. You. But ultimately, it was Look, like it's in the like, end of it all, I'm like Colin Jost is like a billion times worse than Michael yes. Che. I mean, you know what I mean? Like I, you know, uh, Che said some fucked up stuff, but I also do think like Ch- Michael Che is uh, like a funny man. I've seen him be funny, um, yeah. and like I think it like probably sucks really hard to work on a show that sucks like that. And you know, um, I I don't know why he's out there like. You know, needing to respond to every single little thing, but what the fuck are you going to do? I don't think Michael Che is canceled. I actually think, Leslie, that you were so gracious in not canceling him. You bestowed a, you said, I don't want him canceled for this. You really, like, Pope-like, like, anointed him (laughs) and was like, I choose not to cancel you. Like, how Christ-like of you. How Christ-like of you to, like, to turn the other cheek and say, like, I choose, sir, not to cancel he he said it not me um <laughs> yes but yeah i like you know because ultimately like he was kind of lashing out man like the sad part is the really thing that yeah. depresses me about michael che is like how old is he he's like we're almost the same age probably like he's doing like he's made a bunch of money he could do anything with his yeah. life i just i cannot fathom i cannot fathom having the money and the access and the time he has and like not being in japan right i'm fucking telling now. you I'm telling i would you. so be in japan right fucking now if i was michael che not posting about jack allison ah uh, 
he knows it sucks. That's all it is. Like I'm like he like it's like you can't have you can't have it all. You know what I mean? Like you can't have the money and do the show on network TV and also have everyone in the world say that it's like as good <laughs> as the other people in media that you interact with yeah. and like, you know, uh, uh, comedians who want to uh, get a job working for you. All right. So we take a few qu- other questions, you know, semi related to this um, about, you know, can sketch comedy be salvaged at all how can sketch comedy work sure. in 2019 um who are our favorite improv groups i don't know well, if there's any wait, good answers did somebody say that <laughs> yes yes somebody said that um i don't know whoever your local improv group is support them support them there i'm not gonna our, be mean about improv but i don't have like a favorite improv team yeah um and you know we another question we all know that everything coming out of late night now is awful it's trash um but there are there any late night shows that runs from the past that you find if so and who are they so i'll I'll be the first to say because people you know accuse you of being obsessed with snl i have said for years that snl has always been bad sure and like if you watch the um show the recent netflix show um i think you should leave right like uh, and even sure. uh, Kelly noticed this. She was like, "Oh, so the skits aren't you know ten minutes long, and the <laughs> episode isn't two hours long, and so therefore like they can just have the jokes that land and are funny." And the another thing I, uh, that I mentioned was like in that show they can use things like sound and camera angles and distance that to make comedy because you know just having a static mostly static camera uh, on people where you're just using the sound from like them and the laugh track um is you can you're it really limits the amount of comedy that you can do and like that just that compare the stark comparison because that guy used to be on snl and he probably sucked on it but he's able to create this other show that's more suited in this format that's more suited (laughs) for actual good people like that show i i I, you know i i am like a little bit like i i i don't know i've i worked in sketch for a very long time and uh I am burnt out on sketch on a personal level. So I watched the Tim Robinson show and I even am like, it is good. I say that it's good. I, I stay, I stand here before you and say the Tim Robinson show is good, but I, I just, I don't like how sketch like feels. It's like corny and I don't know. There's like, there's, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I, I'm very tired of sketch and some of that could just have to do with, uh, having done nothing but sketch for like a, a full decade at, at yeah. one point. Um, I, I don't know. Are there any runs of late night shows in the past? Yes. I did like Conan when I was younger. Um, oh yeah. Conan was good. I think you Conan know, the old Conan still show good is sometime. good. Like David Letterman is good. I think David Letterman's a funny guy and all this kind of shit. Like, I never watched fucking Car- Carson or anything like that, but you know, oh. <laughs> I like rep Conan. I would say like Conan. I yeah. was like, I watched that like almost every night when I was when yeah, I was younger. Conan is definitely good. I, I definitely, I, I used to watch Jay Leno. I don't remember if I actually like enjoyed it or not, or if it was just on. Like I remember watching like for like I was a kid, but like every night I would watch Jay Leno. Uh, I think I was probably waiting for Conan to come on, though, to be honest with you. I don't remember very much of it. And I agree with, like, everybody hates <laughs> Jay Leno now. Like, everybody thinks yeah. like he's fucking garbage and a complete hack. I wonder if people actually thought that at the time we just didn't have social media. Uh, I, I really it. think Jay, back in, back then, I just, like, didn't care. Uh, so I was like, Jay is not as good as, you know, that one's for, like, 
the parents. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that was just how I felt. Now I'm just like it's bad or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, well, he was on one for the OJ trial. I have to say. Oh, yeah, that is true. <laughs> yeah. All right, and so related question, um, Jack, what was your best experience working in the entertainment industry? So that's a tough. That's an interesting question, and you know, I I have to just say that you know. Uh, um, I guess the only things that were exciting for me working in the entertainment industry were like being able to make weird things and uh, things that were sort of sort of funny to me um, uh, 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 with some kind of budget. So um, I would actually say probably the best experience was doing the um, the Mitch ghost scare thing that was on Kimmel. Or if you haven't seen this, go search. Uh, like Jimmy Kimmel pranks one of his writer's roommates <laughs> or something like that. It's a lot of fun. Um, then I also did a very strange series at Funny or Die, which I don't even know if you can find anymore, called Boy Search, where uh, we um, decided to make a boy band, pretty much. <laughs> and like a bunch of guys auditioned for it, and we got a band together. We made a music video, and then um, at the end of the end of it is literally me telling them, like, all right, everybody, like, Boy Search is over. That's like go be a band now. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> I want that. That's funny. That would have been really good if they like could keep in touch and. Shit. Well, I was like, I still see, I still follow them on Twitter, but um, I was so upfront with all these guys the entire time that I'm like, this is a joke thing for you know the Funnier Die website, and they're and they were just also like, but it still like could be real, right? They just wouldn't like accept that it was a joke. Oh, I had thirteen-year-old wow. girls and Armin as the judges, <laughs> uh, and they got to like decide everything. And you, you did mention, you know, that I am undefeated online, it's and true. so, and you were, you know, you were like, you know, Neo during the Burly Brawl today because you got beefs all over town. You got, <laughs> I mean, it was really <laughs> you got something che, today. You got Che, you got um the guy from Cunning Linguists. No, this guy so no. funny. Just so his, he's with the group Cunning Linguists. And, oh my uh, god, like. If I could tell you all the white people who told me that I need to listen to real hip-hop like Cunning Linguist. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> I mean, I own that guy, truly. He, like, did one of it. He, was, he does a million of those posters. He's like, this guy's got, like, well, I shouldn't do that. Not, like, that voice, actually. It's just, like, this guy's got, like, Cheetos in his beard. Like, yeah. he's sitting over there with Cheetos in his beard. And I responded, and I, I just took a clip from one of his music videos i like just took a bar of his own rap and he disappeared <laughs> entirely yeah and like so that that's so that relates to the question we got primer on being a posting warrior first step don't do what that guy was doing because what he was doing was he was coming with the hard with the insults and the put downs yeah. and then he would switch to the moral high ground posting where it's like yeah. you know what you did was really inappropriate and you need and to also think like about Bernie this. supporters are so fucking nasty or whatever. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. you fucking have been like all day calling me like fat and like my dick is white and all this shit. I don't know. Every single thing out of this guy's mouth. <laughs> don't he's like, shame a person right, for the dick. color of their dick. Do not yeah. shame a person for the color of their dick. Ever, ever, ever. You do not do that. Oh my. Yeah, it's so it, like the first thing like pick a pick a stance you gotta you got you gotta stick with the stance yeah and you gotta stick with it you know you can't if you're gonna come in and troll then stay trolling maybe at the end you you know you shake hands whatever but yeah. you never like break the kayfabe of how you're going into the posting battle that is just a no-no it's you gotta keep up your, your fucking point you have to like keep your stance up you know what i mean like you know and uh, 
You have to do your best to not let it. The whole point is to not get mad. Yes. The whole game of every internet argument is like, who can like, like a Jedi, like, like put your emotions <laughs> down. Like who like can stem the tide of getting mad like the longest. <laughs> and so, you know, that's really what it's all about. You know what I mean? Like you can't post in anger. You have to like, you have to be quick. Yeah, but you have to like really think about your your targets and like yeah. what you're hitting each it's, single time. It's almost exactly like being a Jedi because you start getting afraid that you're losing, and then you change the style, and fear leads to anger, anger leads to hate, hate leads yep. to suffering. You're suffering yep. if you fuck up in the posting war. You, you have just, to stay. You have to stay zen, and you have to stay in a poster's fugue, and you have to like allow yourself. You have to see it come in, let it wash over you, and like keep your objective in mind. You know what I mean? It's like this guy. No, I only want to say that he's corny, and he's from a band that called. <laughs> themselves cunning linguists that's all i'm trying to do every single time like michael che i did not tag michael che first by the way i did not you know engage with michael che he like responded because i posted something about the you know the submission packet but once michael che started attacking me i'm like i just want you also have to think about this part of what being a posting warrior is about is number one you are trying to humiliate someone in, in some way like in front of everybody but it's also about Knowing that that person read it. That's really what it's all about. It's like you want to craft something. It's like this is your one opportunity to know this person read what you're sending them. You know what I mean? Like they, it has, it's like it ha, it's gone into their brain at that point. So, you know, you really have to think about, you know, uh, you can't allow yourself to get, you know, to get hurt personally and lose sight of your goal and try to argue. Don't get on your heels and try to like prove a person wrong or something like that. You know, uh, uh, you can't just be about you either. Can't just be about you. And you know, you gotta reckon, recognize like who you're posting against. Is this person a true poster? If they're a true right. poster, you know, and they're not coming with maliciousness, you can have fun. You can relax. You can be well, like, sure. Yeah, you can. You know, I've been uh, posting wars where I've ended up, you know, following the person. There's um, a guy be- I like who's fucked with me, fucked with you and me on Twitter. But then, and he's like even a centristy guy. He's kind of like his politics are not good, but he just does a troll that I find so fucking funny. <laughs> and so then, actually, this guy who I like was really annoyed by. I think we blocked each other once. He ended up. He comes. He I met him at BugCon, and he said like I'm sorry for you know if I ever went too far. And I was like that you know kid like that troll of yours. That's pretty funny stuff. <laughs> he does a troll where um. He says that Bernie uh, said that Beto is like a son to him. That's so fucking funny. cracks me up. That's very funny. That's very funny. <laughs> so, you know, be, be, go out there and have fun because if, as long as you're having fun, you're not getting yeah. mad. Um, yeah. and, but you know, it doesn't, uh, it can't, it doesn't always work out sometimes. You know, what happens if you do get mad? And when you get mad, you need to try to exit the posting more. It's true. But don't do it gracefully. Like, just scorched earth. Like, <laughs> they have nuked you and you need to, and that nuke is coming down. Oh, if madness to- is happening. It's like, you, this is it. We have to take this thing all the way to the edge. Yeah. Send the retaliatory strike, but don't, don't follow up. 
do take it and say your most cutting mean spiteful thing but yeah. think about it think about it don't yeah. don't get flail. your last word in it's a last word think don't, about what your last word don't is. don't flail don't you know go cheap like I'll, I'll, there's a poster um i'm familiar with who always like launches with this this is like his second post his second post is the scorched earth one because he gets too mad too fast but you want to hold on to that madness and then when it's really down into like the 2030 comment mark and you feel like you're getting mad and sometimes you just get mad because you're tired of posting that yeah that can happen and, the, yeah, and I mean, the worst thing is that something this happened to me today is it's not your choice when it happens. You know what I mean? Sometimes you pick the hornet's nest and you get to choose. Sometimes you're just, you know, it's coming in at all angles and you have to like like have a little war room with yourself. Like, you know, a notification comes in and you have to like very quickly like uh, assess some parameters and then send one back out. Yeah, and so if you do get to that point where it's time to send the mad tweet, like send one scorcher and be done. Like just walk Leave. away. If you tie, if you tw- if you do a bunch in a row and you're mad, you lost. That's you, game over. Yeah. If you're mad and you do like eight, and I've done it before. Like there are times when I've been mad online. I'm like now, you know, I was a Jedi in training for some for some years of my life. You know what I mean? It's only recently that I'm a fully trained Jedi master, which is really how I do think of it. I do think of it that way. Yeah. So you know, just be careful out there. Don't get mad to try to avoid getting mad. But if you do get mad, you know, put all that energy into one like summation yeah. of your point with a scorch, scorching hot and log off. And so and then just be done with it. Just walk and also away. if the fucking messages are coming in too much, like honestly, if like if things are getting too crazy because the notifications will go crazy, put the phone down. Yeah, just put it down. Mute. Just put it down. Don't look at it. Go do something else. I I went for a hike earlier today. I was like, this is getting crazy. Yeah. Like, I'm going to leave my phone here and go out for a hike for an hour. Yeah, it was great, actually. Because it's just on your phone. It's like. It's just, it's on, that's the thing is, like, even when people, like, get so fucking stressed out, they're like, I'm being harassed. I'm like, it's a, it's in your phone. Like, yeah. it's in your phone. You know, like, of course. Don't open that part of your phone. Yeah, of course, there are obviously exceptions yes. where things can get, you know, really. Well, and like real life stuff. Yeah. And like life. people like threatening your real life. Like, I'm not saying that there's no harassment that exists. That has not happened to me. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's not what I'm talking about here. It's like whenever when you're fucking notified, like there's just shit going down all day on your phone. Like, and you're like, whoa, this is really stressing me out. Put it, put it down. Yeah, and don't look at it. Yeah, just when when it gets to too much, you know, put it down. It's fine because expect there's this is one benefit of Twitter. People, you you you've seen them. You've seen the awful posters who are always talking shit about something. They get owned every day, and then the next day they're back on like nothing happened. Okay. Yeah. So don't worry about getting owned. Um, in a posting war, um, or not having a comeback, just walk away for a day and everybody will forget. Your followers not are, aren't going to all abandon you because you got embarrassed or you didn't win that fight. Like you're going to be able to keep going. And the person who's mad at you, who 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 think you know got the point on you, who owned you, he's going to be on the same fucking website as you. Like, he doesn't right. get elevated to, like, the right. next level of Twitter. He's right there, right there with you on the same place talking the it's same stupid shit. fucking chat room. We're all just back <laughs> in the chat room and again tomorrow. That's who cares? You, they're just, you're just clocking back in on the next day. If it's really bad, if you get really owned, 
Make a new account. <laughs> well, that, I think that's... Uh, Change your name in real life, too. That, that, <laughs> that's the old school method. That's the old school way. Yeah, that you, is the old school method if it's really bad. Now you board, really have to live in it. You have to live in it forever. Yeah, you just... Like, and don't do... It, it's so funny. You remember when people would get, like, owned in, like... Usually in real life... And then, like, change their Facebook profile, <laughs> like, or like go through a breakup or something like right. that. Change their profile picture or something like. You know, people don't even do that on Twitter. Like, people no. never, no one ever gets owned. And like, they well, start- there was the one, the one guy, the guy who was pretending to be his wife. Oh, he, I remember he changed his uh, to like just like when he was like. <laughs> like to like all black or something like that. I don't fucking know. Yeah, so don't worry about getting owned on Twitter. It really, it's yeah. probably doesn't it's, matter. It's so it's so funny because it's like the most like angry and vociferous like place yeah. with I mean, the least consequences. Like it's the yeah. like it's recognize. That's the thing is I'm like just recognize it for what it is, which is like a big angry chat room <laughs> yeah, because like imagine like if you're on a message board for like your favorite band like if you get owned there it's like well what where the fuck can you talk about your favorite band you know you yeah you're like you're like you're if you get owned there and you become the forum joke like you're you're done but like on you're twitter done. it doesn't it doesn't matter at all it doesn't matter twitter there's so many people on the website they should, they got to get rid of it I mean, they have to get rid of the website. Yeah. All of them. They have to stop this at some point. Yeah. What the hell is going on? <laughs> why are they? Why are we all on one website? It's not good. Yeah. Whatever. All right. So um, have a few questions dealing with um, kind of central issues of our show. Uh, sure. This, uh, this one's pretty interesting. What is your opinion on enjoying music made by evil, bad people? This is a you know this is you know one it's an interesting of, question. This is one of the questions that we started this show you know to grapple with to deal with, and I have to say like I you know because w- my answer to this whether it's music, movies, books, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, ultimately, whatever you're getting out of art is like a personal thing. It's right. for you. It's what you get out of that art that ultimate that really is what why you're coming to it like you are not listening to a song or watching a movie or reading a book or playing a video game because you think each and every person who made it is a good person right like that's not how you approach art like that's how that's how nobody approaches art you are trying to learn something about yourself about humanity through this thing made by imperfect flawed sometimes evil people now i know some people have you know a block on this if they know somebody is cut as a piece of shit they can't really enjoy their work i've never really you know had had that part of it i i have to say because like i haven't really had the privilege uh of that like when uh you know 70 percent of the great writers that you're reading like i don't know own slaves or like like thought black people were subhuman like i never really right. had the privilege of thinking like art was made by good people like that was just not if, right I, I i just couldn't think that if i and, and still you know have respect for myself because none of these people respected black people now th- i there is something you know there is the issue of like actually giving money 
to right. creatives who are still bad. And I think people should try and avoid that as much as possible. Yeah, I think people can, and, you know, I think that's up to your own. Like, I, I agree with, I agree with that entirely, actually. It's like, you know, art is a personal experience. And, you know, if it fucks you up that, uh, something that someone's fucked up, then that probably ruins the experience for you. And, uh, you know, uh, um, yeah, I, w- I would say to try to avoid, you know, spending money on uh, known fucked up people, like, I it, guess. Like, you know, you know, like, I understand. Don't go to our Kelly concert, I would probably right. say. Um, but if you if like you grown up with his music and it's meant a lot to you and it's not and. I don't know. I can't tell you that you're a bad person. For I don't think anyone listen. should feel guilty for listening to a song privately on their headphones. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, uh, it's tough. It is tough. But, uh, but yeah. And what, what do you think about, like, for example, Leslie, you know, Michael Jackson playing at Target or something like that? You see, like, it's I because Michael Jackson is a really hard one, right? Because you it can't. Is. You cannot erase Michael Jackson from music. You can't talk about music without talking about Michael Jackson. Like, I, I, I don't, I honestly don't know. Like, I, I, it's hard. I mentioned, you know, uh, on the early episode, you know, with Chris Benoit, like, Chris Benoit, people, a lot of people don't understand how important Chris Benoit is to wrestling. He was generally considered the single greatest professional wrestler who, st- who ever stepped in a ring and so for something at, i like think a lot of people outside of wrestling just like oh another wrestler died oh another scandal in wrestling like his what uh his you know murder suicide um was like you know a real blow not just you know him as a person um and of course his wife and and, and child who were killed like just that you know that's one aspect of it but him as where he rep what he means to the art and the industry and the history of professional wrestling that's really something to grapple with it and when i was looking at other mediums like there was no other there nobody else's chris benoit like was did that like no one else you know music or movie or tv no one else had like the you know single greatest guy most important guy in it be like a pedophile for example and so like i don't know how i i don't have an answer on my the michael jackson question i don't i think it's going to be interesting to see how people respond to it because i mean like there's so many people who michael jackson meant so much to around the world and uh and it even went past just his music like people were really obsessed and in love with him as a person so i don't know how you you know t- you if you can take him out yeah. of either the history books or out of all those people's hearts like i think of for a lot of people it doesn't matter what he did they're still gonna care a lot about michael jackson so it's a t- it's a tough one i don't have an answer on that one yeah you know i still think it's okay to like uh peter david's hulk even though he said uh really weird and fucked up stuff about the roma at new york comic con you know so that that's my sort of uh that's where i'm at on that all right what do we have here uh, um if you could both work any job you wanted without having to worry about money what jobs would you want i'm not that unhappy doing uh uh like close to what I'm doing right now, to be honest with yeah. you, I like I uh, uh, I'm pretty happy with what my setup is right now. I like to do, uh, 
like the web shows. I like this podcast, and I like the fucking Twitch shows. I, I don't know. Uh, I would just do... If I could do anything... Work in America is so fucking weird right now. Yeah. I would just do... I would do like this with more writing, um, basically. Yeah. <laughs> that's the only thing I would change. Like, there's not... There's no real job like i can think of as a dream uh, or teaching um i did enjoy um teaching i would like to but like i'm kind of on that path i am in uh, graduate school now so hopefully you know it'll it'll come but yeah like um like right i like writing i like podcasting i like teaching you know yeah it's like uh i'd like to do this what i'm doing now but uh with more money yeah <laughs> i'd like to be making more money doing this pretty much yeah all right um Okay, who will be the third struggle boy or girl? So, we, we Jack and I have been kind of thinking about this. We don't think we're going to bring on a third co-host, but but we are thinking about having, you know, regular regular correspondence, you know. Yeah, that's who, a good idea. Who will be on the show on a yeah. regular basis, um, paid correspondence, people who come on, you know, pretty regularly, at least, you know, once a month. Um, some people, uh, you know, some people you already know, some of your favorite guests, the type of the people who we brought on two, three times, you yeah. know, we, we've already, you know, had some conversations with them about, you know, being like a regular part of the struggle session family and getting money for it. Yeah. We're not ready to, you know, bring on a full third partner, but, you know, we can start a polycule, you know, like a big, 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 <laughs> you know polyamorous podcasting you know family i think it's a good idea yeah i mean i you know i i uh it's too hard to choose so why not just uh choose everybody <laughs> yes <I guess. laughs> another question what's some of the best slash worst feedback you've received about the show my favorite feedback is always the time the kind that says like hey thanks um for the show it got me through my shitty job the shitty day at my shitty job love to hear it i like that that's that's one i like to hear there was er, very early on there is a review of the show leslie remember you sent this we got a review of one of the early episodes and it was like okay it was like not that mean but they didn't like love it or whatever and i like liked that review to be honest <laughs> with you they were like something about like the humor feeling a little forced or something like that and i like you know it was not you know i know who wrote the review and i like him uh uh, uh but you know i was like that review i like i like took it to heart and i was like i want the show to be better in some of these ways <laughs> <laughs> that's funny yeah. yeah i like when people like really get into the media and like outdo us in the media uh chrism yeah I, there's been some posts on our usually they usually come on our patreon one where somebody yeah. will write just a big post about something we were watching and something they saw in it those are wonderful those are wonderful if yeah. i haven't like if i didn't get a chance to tell you because the patreon website sucks to use i'm so bad. sorry but like i love those please write me your fucking five paragraph thing about you know evangelion once we get to the episode i, I, love I read that shit too and i actually like i like when they're like i think even sometimes they're like you were i like can't believe you didn't go into this and okay I like, damn i don't know that i shit. don't i don't like that i don't like when you open up i can't believe you didn't talk about that because i mean come on it's our show folks we, we'll get, <laughs> what can we, we can't get to everything right, sorry I, I i picked out a wound for leslie <laughs> yeah. um i remember one um person her name was selena i hope she's still a, a, a supporter like 
like she had like just a wonderful like exploration of Batman versus Superman, like they, I like that sort of thing. Just oh yeah, that was, my that was great. Like that that was great. I love when y'all get really uh, deep into the stuff, because you know a lot of times we don't you know have uh, we don't have time to do. Like sometimes we're talking about stuff that we're just learning about, but you've been thinking about it your whole life. And when you can bring that perspective to us and open our eyes, that's really heartening. Feedback I don't like, you know, as I said, I can't believe you didn't talk about this. I mean, come on, we can't cover everything of everything. Um, I don't like because Patreon has a feature where you can do an exit survey, right? And say why you unsubscribed. I'm like, folks, you're socialists. Why are you leaving me messages there? Like, what's the deal? Like, this is just, <laughs> this is just talking to the manager. Okay. I read those messages <laughs> because I want to get feedback on maybe which can true, but like, there's sometimes people leave kind of mean ones and it's like, oh my why? God. what do they say? Like, it just, you know, just like some people get mad if we don't talk about politics enough. I'm like, we're not really if that focus on politics and politics have been awful lately sorry to yeah. say like they like we could talk about we could do an episode about how much joe biden sucks again uh, we probably will but we yeah. kind of already done the episode a couple of times you know it's politics they're just you know like um yeah but you know don't leave me comments on don't do in fact don't do that to anybody not just you know podcasters like if you shop go shopping at target or you know, Home Depot, or whatever, <laughs> and they ask you to do those surveys. Just give everybody a ten. Just give them yeah, a ten, even if it sucked. Give if them you a see ten. The little smiley face to frowny face at the airport. Tap that smiley okay, face. Okay, well, I don't matter. know about that. I don't know Why? about the DHS. Well, I don't like that shit. But I'll, well, you know, I give everyone the smiley face. I well, with corporations like so, they like they're. Well, I'm not bo- saying the DHS. I was talking about the folks at the like the check in. They have the faces. Oh, there, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. They have little faces at the uh, you know at the check in area. Yeah, so yeah, definitely you know hook people up because like a lot of corporations now they will base like bonuses, which is of course you know withheld salary based on those surveys. Like, and if you give anybody less than like a perfect score, it counts as a zero. Like that's the new thing to do in the corporate world. Very and, cool. And fuck out over um uh your workers even more. Yeah. It fucking sucks. Always give good feedback. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, we got some pos- we got some um video game questions. Got a few interesting ones. What was the best console of the fifth generation of video game consoles? I'm okay, assuming so it's fifth the generation consoles. <laughs> I was assuming it was the current generation. That's the fifth generation. Is this the the? They say fifth generation. It's like nineteen eighty nine to ninety five. What? <laughs> really? I don't know which generation. Well, I'm, I looked up fifth generation of consoles, and it's like Sega Genesis and shit. Oh, okay. Um, I, you know which of the fifth was the best? Okay. Oh wait, I see. Uh, no, the super the super no, the super no. NES. According to Wiki, that's not the fifth generation. The fifth generation, according to Wikipedia, is three DO. Atari oh. Jaguar, Sega Saturn, yeah. PlayStation, Nintendo sixty four. I think we oh, can this start off. I think we can start off cutting out three D O, Atari Jaguar, and Sega Saturn. Sega Saturn has some early. Oh, that's not nice, but uh, you know, I guess we have to do it. The Saturn had some very cool stuff on it early on, but eventually, but it 
you know, fizzled out. I do think you have to cut the Saturn out of there. Yeah. It's PlayStation or Nintendo 64, if we're all being honest with ourselves. And I got to say, I, I much prefer uh, PlayStation. I much prefer PlayStation. Um, it's just, I think the games are just, like, a lot better. Even though N64 has some all-time great games. That it's a really tough, it's a really today. tough choice. It's a difficult generation. Um. Not really. I mean, come on. <laughs> like, we, if if it was Mario sixty four, I know you just hate Mario sixty four. No, I like Mario Mario, Kart I, and all the rest. I of like it. Mario sixty four. I think Mario. Okay, 64. guess what? I'm choosing the sixty four. Oh come on! I'm taking the Nintendo sixty four. You have Goldeneye. You have uh, uh, you have Super Mario sixty four. I mean, Mario Kart. I have like, look, I do love the PlayStation as well. I love all the Resident Evils. I love. The Final Fantasy games. I love, you know, I love uh, motion graphics. Final Fantasy Seven, you know, CD audio, quality audio, Resident Evil games, Tomb Raider. I know. I mean, come on. Uh, Like, the the list of games on PlayStation just completely dwarfs Nintendo 64. I don't know, though, but, like, the big games are better on N64. Like, you don't have GoldenEye. You don't even... GoldenEye? Like, like, like Conker's Bad Fur Day, GoldenEye, like, Banjo-Kazooie, fucking, uh, uh, like, yeah, Ocarina, like, Ocarina Mario, Banjo, and Conker's are all the same game. Who cares? They were they did it really well. And Conkers, they said cusses. Just like me talking about like Dino Crisis. Come on. Uh, Even though that is insulting <laughs> to say that talking about Conkers is the same as talking about Dino Crisis. <laughs> but I like I think you know objectively you have to go at PlayStation because they came out of nowhere. If this you know they didn't come out of nowhere, they ripped it off. It was supposed to be the Sega CD. Hey, look for for Super Nintendo. Look, the fact that they were not blown away out of the gate, you know, and like kept pace with Nintendo sixty four and beat them in a lot of ways. I think you have to give it to PlayStation because it was their first system. I mean, you you just like Nintendo had all this experience and they fucked up. They went with cartridges. That was a mistake. I don't know about that. We're back to cartridges right now. We're on cartridges on the Switch. Yeah, and they suck. <laughs> Dude, oh, they do on. suck. I mean, Jack, you gotta pay like forty dollars for every like indie game that costs like ten bucks. Yeah, that's true. It, that's it's true. You're because right. of the cartridges, it sucks. Look, um, uh, we're gonna have to leave this one for another time. I mean, start. <laughs> there's just more classic games. What? But, man, no, no, a, it no. Was a tough year. More, I know it's a tough year. There's more classic games on PS One. You're just saying that the top ones are better. So don't you yeah, know, mistake your argument. Ones. We already talked about. You know, right. changing arguments midstream. As oh, you're right. Okay, that's very fair. Okay, yeah. <laughs> all, all right. right. Let's move on. Let's move on. Um, fairly good. Very specific question. How do I beat the Capra Demon in Lower Undeadberg? I'm quality built. Okay, so this is a Dark Souls question, and he's asking okay. how do you beat this one boss that just comes up and fucking murks you in yeah. about ten seconds. Um, you have to be a coward. You have to run around. You have to try to get plunging attacks on them. Your quality build, I don't know about that one. It's going to be a little bit harder because you like you want to be able to do a lot of damage. Um. And, you know, as few swings as possible, because if you try to stand and fight with him, him and his two dogs, which he has, will kill you within seconds. Oof. So run up to the you got to run up the base. There's a little platform behind him. And me, as soon as you get in there, just just start rolling and running to there. See if yeah. you can bait him into a plunging attack and just uh, rinse and repeat. You know, it's- I, I would suggest uh 
playing an easier game. Oh, come on. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Do you have any experience with tabletop RPGs? Um, So I have not really historically, but just last week I played a fucking, I played a tabletop RPG over uh, Discord with some folks. Uh, uh, We played traditional D&D and uh, I had a great time. It really was a lot of fun. I have never, not even once, um, sad to say, um, no tabletop RPGs, you know, no Dungeons and Dragons. I've never played it. And, you know, I would love to, but I don't know enough. Like, you should join. We, we go on Discord. You can do it on Discord now, and it's like on a website. It like really was uh, fun to do. Okay. I'll, I'll check it out. I would like to like have a group, like real people. I don't know. I'm not friends with enough white people. I don't think. They have that type of white people, okay. that white person. I, Leesburg, Leslie, if you move out to L.A., I've got plenty of white people for you. I've I got know. so many <laughs> white people. Who play tabletop RPGs. I know, I know. Yeah, I know. I could play with Will Whedon. His <laughs> <laughs> group. All right. Uh, let's see. What, uh, somebody did that. Uh, um relevant question somebody asked us what did we think about the old school survival horror games with the take controls limited resources and so forth um love them still love them still will play i think i still love them too like i i you know i uh uh uh, i was doing i was playing a little bit of silent hill uh yeah too pretty recently and i was like i fucking do I miss tank controls? Yeah. Am I that sick? Am I really that nostalgic and fucking old at this point that I'm like, I actually miss tank controls? <laughs> I, I never had a problem with it. And when you grow and when you like, when they hit your brain when you're like, you know, 13 or 14 or younger. It makes sense. Like, it makes sense. And it's fine. Like, it's so funny because uh, my wife, she just started gaming like a few years ago. Once seriously, once we started dating, so like her trying to figure out, you, you know, required it, right? Of course, yes, of course, of course. Uh, but her trying to, you know, learn these new games and figure them out. Like some games, you know, she can really pick up really fast with the controls, but sometimes it's like a little bit harder. But I feel like if you get if you get the tank controls, like when you're a certain age, I feel like the people who complained about tank controls were older game like people who were writing in like game pro and shit in the magazines and they were older and they weren't really like used to it but when you get it when you're young like it's fine it's second nature yeah i i you know even leslie when you mentioned earlier you were like that's like bringing up dino crisis and i made a joke about dino crisis <laughs> in my heart i was like you know i've never played dino crisis like there i've like never beaten dino crisis like in my in my mind in the back of my mind i was like Am I going to play about Dino Crisis now? <laughs> <laughs> you know what game I really liked that had the tank controls, and it probably doesn't hold up if I go back, um, but I really liked Fear Effect. I liked Fear you Effect know, on I the ne- PlayStation 1. It had a cool look. I actually never played it. I never played Fear Effect, so I, I kind of want to go back to it. Yeah, yeah, but that's another game. Maybe it's not as good as I remember, the- but I just did like pre-rendered backgrounds <laughs> and like very specific like camera moves and stuff like that. You know, the pre-rendered backgrounds, they're good. They're really good. I know. And does- Can you imagine if someone had, would make today a game with like really like fucking high def pre-rendered backgrounds and like just do the locked off shots? Like it would look 
so good. The, well, that's why the Resident Evil um, remake, uh, Resident Evil 1 remake looks so fucking good. Oh. It, it looks, is like the best looking PlayStation 4 game in some ways. Uh. Like when you're playing, um, it, like it, it looks so great, um, right now. The res, the, I think Resident Evil 2, they do 3D, I believe. But the, well, cause it's the camera's moving with you. Yeah. But on the Resident Evil 1, it's just the upgraded version of the, um, GameCube one and it just looks it looks stunning it looks really um, fantastic yeah. yeah so pre-rendered v- backgrounds are good and games should go back to that or try to at least you don't have to move the camera around folks it's fine it's fine you don't have to move the camera around I like a big intentional shot you know what I mean yeah. like when the camera's over the shoulder it's like when these big locked off shots they're cool they're like formal going into a town in Final Fantasy and having it like choose how it shows it to you anyway whatever yeah Maybe the PlayStation is better. I don't know. Just leave me alone. <laughs> All right. So um, someone asked, um, uh, someone said, I know you say you didn't want to talk about Cyberpunk uh, 2077, but why is it that CD, uh, CD Projekt Red seems to draw more culture, political criticism than other ve- developers who make blatantly right-wing games? Um, that's the reason why I kind of want to talk about it because it seems it's kind of frustrating because, you know, Every single thing they do is being hyper analyzed right now. And it's like, it's not like it's. Un- so why is that? I though? don't know. It's so. Because it's-, it's weird. Like there are games like wasn't there one that did like an actual Q&A on like 8chan? Or yeah. Yeah. Like that? Like- and that went away like overnight. Like people were mad yeah. about it. It went away overnight. Like it just it, it doesn't make sense to me. Like every single thing. And it's not saying that everything they did, they did is good. Like they had a social media guy who fucked up, but like they fired him. And like, I, I don't. And there was what? What was it? Oh, the crunch thing. But like everybody does right. crunch, and they're kind of trying to. Well, Leslie, even though I know you hate them so much, uh, the newest Animal Crossing has been delayed. And did you see why? Because they're not doing crunch <laughs> for quality of life oh. for the uh, for the programmers. That is nice. That is nice. Um, I don't care, but it's nice. <laughs> I don't care, I don't care well, about the game. You care about the workers. You don't care about Tom Nook yeah, and his uh, latest little scheme to get money out of you. Yes, but I, it's just really weird, like how like the focus on it. Like I, I've seen, I've seen threads of people who seem genuine. Like oh, I just don't know if I can trust uh, CJ Project Red anymore. I'm like. You, they're a video game developer. You shouldn't be trusting with anything. Just wait for the game. Wait until the game comes out to get like super mad about it. I would say just like I kind of want to step back. Like I've, I've seen a few people say, just going to step back, wait for the game to come out, see if it's fucked up, see if it has bad politics. But like The Witcher had pretty, you know, decent politics. Like there was a lot of like anti bigotry stuff in The Witcher. Right. Um, like it's probably, and it's going to be a pretty good game so like like um you know stay you know vigilant but like chill out a little bit about cyberpunk (laughs) like it's probably gonna be okay and there's so many worse 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 games um out there uh to be mad about there like out right now yeah you know People should go just go back to being mad about Postal. I think Postal is the one everyone should get mad about again. <laughs> All right. Well, we have a few questions uh, about anime. Um, are we going to be yeah. doing any more anime episodes? Do we plan? I mean, I don't know. And certainly yes. in the pipeline, it says. And uh, do you plan on doing an episode link chat on ne- Neon Genesis Evangelion? 
And yes, we will, we are planning on that. Um, it is for once I am the one holding it up because I have to finish <laughs> watching it. Unlike the Witcher episode, which Jack is holding up. Oh my God. <laughs> I have to play three gigantic video no, games. No, just two. Just Witcher 2 okay. and Witcher 3. But they're huge, right? Witcher 2 is not that big, actually. It's not an open world okay. game. It's a limited okay. story. Three is open world, right? Yes, three is open world. It can be pre-involved. Um, but yeah, you are holding that up to episode. So okay. be mad at Jack. Uh, well, for, you know, you want to reread the EU before we do the <laughs> EU episode. Well, those are books. That's different. I, I'm just, <laughs> but um, yeah, um, Neon G- Genesis Evangelion. We're definitely gonna have one coming very soon, probably in the next yeah. week or so. So since hidden Netflix, I'm, I'm on episode ten right now, and I j- just out quick thoughts. Um, everyone is too horny. And I can't believe they just ripped everything off of this and called it Pacific Rim. <laughs> I mean, eh, it's so good, Leslie. I, are we going to watch the movies too? Or are we going to watch the the, re, the redo series? Probably not because they're not done yet. You know. Well, but they're. I mean, whatever. You should still watch them. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't know if we'll do an episode. Well, well, um, well, it, I mean, the thing is, like, can I just shortcut and watch the? the in the movie. No, because it's totally different. Oh, it's totally Jesus different. Christ. After the first movie, like it totally diverges. It's he's fucking a genius. I think Keanu is a genius, and like it's a totally different timeline. It, the movie yeah, is such a it's such a weird series so far. Um, just all yeah. everything that's going on with it. But it's great. But yeah. Well, they asked about JoJo too, and you know I've been told by a lot of people to watch JoJo. I haven't watched it yet, so you know I've never watched JoJo. No, but people are are clamoring for more baby anime episodes, so maybe you, you maybe. No, maybe we'll do a baby anime episode. All right, what do we think about uh, Clone Wars series? Would you, uh, you and Jack like to go to the Galaxy's Edge? Um, yeah. I can't get into the Clone Wars series because it's for kids. Sorry, I like it. Uh, the first three seasons are a little bit kid-ish um but uh after that and even those seasons are pretty good uh, i haven't watched the entire thing i didn't watch that like last netflix season but i like the clone wars series especially when you get into like you know past season three it's cool um when i go to galaxy edge it looks really boring <laughs> like what is there to do i want to go to galaxy's edge i mean fuck like the the folks that the disneyland the disneyland people the imagineers or whatever Still do a pretty pretty good job over there, so um, you know, and I do want to see it. What do you do? Do you just like walk around? Well, that's the funny thing is that they opened it without the rides yet, so it's oh. like there's a ride that's not that good, but it's well, it's just the stores. It's just like you know, you walk around. A st- One thing I think that's cool is that all the stores don't have like uh, signs on them, so you're just like in a Star Wars village where you know all it. It seems cool, but also they should have probably waited till the rides were done to open it. <laughs> Yeah, because it's it's not even like one specific place or like different planets. It's just like kind of generic Star Wars city. Yeah, I don't know. It's like a special. It's like it's weird. I don't know. You don't see. I mean, whatever. I don't know if I, I would go. Of course. <laughs> like, do they have like people in cosplay around other than the stormtroopers? Like, is there like a boot? well? But it's the first order ones, and it's like set in canon. It's like in continuity, so. It's not like Darth Vader walks around because he's like dead. Oh, fuck so, like, that. Darth Vader's not there. Fuck that. Like Han Solo's not walking around. Oh, come on. All right. Um, would the big, dumb Marvel Disney Star Wars films be more tolerable 
in the world where they were a goofy little sideshow instead of the basis for all of pop culture and apparently the global economy. Yes, of course. Like, yes, like the like the world would be much better if all of these were yes. much smaller things that everybody didn't that weren't as big. Like, it was better when like everyone, including uh, CEOs of companies of these major companies, weren't nerds. It was better. Yeah, it was better. It was better. You know, uh, yes, it was better. I mean, also, I think that the whole film landscape would be better if that was the case. Like, you know, the thing that really sucks about like the Marvels and the Disney's uh, uh, is that Disney's releasing like 40 to 60 percent of the movies every year. It's like we're not allowed to get anything but this now. (laughs) So, yeah, my big problem, uh, uh, I my one of my biggest problems with like the Disney and Star and no Disney Star Wars and everything is like this sort of Disney hegemony. All right. So. I'll answer this question because Jack hasn't done the homework. What are your guys' hopes and expectations for the Witcher series on Netflix? And do you think Cavill can do well? I like Cavill. Um, I do like Cavill. He's not really w- what I have in mind for Geralt, but you know he's good. He's a movie star. He's a he's a legit movie star, so I can you know enjoy him and doing anything. He can make the character his own. Yeah. I don't know like like how much is Netflix spending on it because the Witcher the what what's great about the Witcher games is like it feels like you're really immersed in this world and I don't know if they're like spending Marco Polo money on it or like Daredevil Jessica Jones money on it if they're spending like Daredevil Jessica Jones money on it I don't really have uh, high hopes for it like cuz you got to create a world like you need scenes with like army battles and shit like that like you need like medieval towns they needs to be passing through you need a scope and a scale that most netflix you know shows do not even consider uh coming towards yeah um uh i don't know i don't know i don't know what you're <laughs> <laughs> all right um one uh if you could adapt any product any property into a movie or t- TV series, what would you want to make? God, it's like an interesting question. I don't know that I'd like... Berserk. Berserk, Berserk. starring um, uh, Michael B. Jordan. That is my dream project. Wow. wow. I don't know. I, I probably one day would have said Blue Beetle, uh, but now I say... Uh, it would be a fucking nightmare to work <laughs> with Warner Brothers and any of these big companies. So I just don't know. I don't know. Like when I when I get that question asked, I'm like, oh my god! Like I'm, I start thinking about the process. Yeah, the process. I'm like, I don't want to do it. <laughs> I'm like, are you, why would you saddle me with having to go through, you know, 400 rounds of notes about something I love? <laughs> well, my answer is 100 serious. I've been trying to get in touch with Michael B. Jordan because he is an uh, otaku, but he's on like that Dragon Ball Z shit. Like, I just want right. to get him in a room with Berserk so he can see that real shit, and I think we would get the movie uh, done. Well, uh. Leslie, I mean, you know, it was another extremely good day of posting today. And I I just want to I do ultimately uh, uh, I think that it's worth noting that you got another notch today and you're still undefeated. (laughs) And so, you know, uh, uh, I, I have been defeated. I'll admit that I not today I was not, but I have in the past, you know, maybe had to admit that I was not correct or whatever. Leslie's always been right. Uh, and never been defeated online. And I, and I think that's worth, uh, uh, um, you know, that's worth a uh, that's worth a mention. You know, it's notable. Yes, undefeated online. Have a good one, folks. Peace. All right, goodbye.
Like what you hear, want to hear more? Check us out at patreon.com slash struggle session or sesh.plus or struggle session.substack.com for all our public episodes, commercial free, as well as hundreds of bonus episodes. Thank you to all our listeners for holding us down five years strong.